It's the, it's, 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 it's the Crack House Podcast with Mike What's up, everybody? It's the Crack House Podcast. My name is Michael Sullivan. Joining me, as always, Chris Musky Muscolino on his cell phone now. We are down to cell phones and we're in a bunker. I don't know what's going on. We might have, we might have to go back to using dial up. I don't know. AOL.com, Mike. That's the yeah, way to go. I might have dial to go up. get that disc. Remember the disc? I got all these minutes. I got to use this disc. 1997, bro. Dial up. Uh, I don't know, folks. The last couple of weeks, me and Mike have <laughs> tremendous uh, technical difficulties. We're trying to straighten it out. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of talk to uh, talk about. Good to, good to finally uh, get back here. Yeah, we had a Looks couple good. of weeks of nothing. Nothing was going on. We couldn't get anything going with the with the, the computer. I don't know what the hell's going on with Zoom, but uh, what did we miss? We missed James Kahn and Paulie Walnuts. Those Paulie are the Walnuts, two big ones. James Kahn's, yep. Uh, two deaths. And uh, Vince McMahon uh, resigning. Yeah, that was WWE, big, uh, man. I saw um, our boy Lenny, who's super like in he's in the wrestling business. He yep. puts something up about Vince. McMahon. I guess Vince McMahon is not that nice of a guy. From what Lenny put up, Lenny put up, Lenny put out a tweet saying how like people in Connecticut are finally going to be able to breathe at work. So I'm guessing Vince wasn't that cool of a dude when it came to the wrestling business. No, I would agree, man. I I think he's probably one of those guys that, you know, let's put it this way. If you're on the left end of this political spectrum, I don't think you can like Vince too much. You know, he's had a stranglehold on, uh, you know, Connecticut for many, many years, you know, the, the yeah, but it's not even huge. his political belief. It's just the way he runs his company is my way you know, or the I, highway. I, I mean, like, I think it with I think it's kind of and, and all that stuff going on. And it's kind of intertwined with him. It's his political. You're, you're right. It, it, it's more so the, the you know, the way he deals with people and the, you know, obviously, you know, the chick stuff. And uh, I guess he paid some sort of hush hush money to the woman to, you know, I guess, keep her quiet and. I guess this is his way of, you know, going off into the, you know, into the sunset. But um, he also he leans pretty right, you know, politically. And well, he was trying to get his wife elected yeah. for years to the Senate. Right. It never happened. Right. right. So I would tell you that those that lean left politically probably are throwing parties that the guy's not around. You know, he's got that type of personality. But see, you I know. wonder now I wonder, like, what's going on? What is his wife and his family and all that? Because now he's got to deal with all that shit. What do they care, Mike? I mean, seriously. I yeah, mean, but like they're all now it's like splitting up the company. If his wife leaves him, she's getting a nice chunk of change. They've been married probably like 50 years. She's getting probably half of the WWE, man. I'm sure there was no prenup. There was no prenup when they got married in 1970 or whenever. People like that, man, really ultra rich people. It's not about love. It's not about she ain't going anywhere. She's going to, you know, she's taken care of. They probably have some sort of business agreement. She has stock in the company. I'm assuming, you know, oh, yeah. there really is. 
you know, they're in the seventies. I mean, really, I mean, yeah, he's 70. I didn't think he was that old. He's 77 years old, man. He's our, he's our father's age, man. He's been around a long, long time, you know, and he's, uh, he's been in the game a long, long time. And, uh, you know, Trump's wife died, you know, uh, first wife died, Ivana Trump. And, you know, he showed up at the funeral. You know, I think when it comes to like, you know, really rich people like that, either they have prenups or they have agreements or they have business deals where it's not, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, you know, maybe in some cases. Well, I mean, when did Ivana Trump marry? What's his marry Donald Trump? Probably in the 70s, too. Yeah, late 70s, early 80s. I'm guessing like right before because, you, right. you start to get in. He had a in bunch there. of money then. You think he had a I don't know. Did he have a prenup back then? Like, uh, I'm just saying McMahon. It seemed like McMahon and his wife, I would say no, just because they've probably been married like 50 years. He's not she's they're not going anywhere, Mike. I mean, they're 76 years old. I mean, what is she gonna do? Leave them at this point for what? Amen. I mean, listen, it was uh, you know, my take of it is uh, there's gotta be more to the story for him to kind of retire, you know, to get pushed out because like I said, yeah, he doesn't want to get dragged in the mud. Yeah, he doesn't want to get dragged in the mud, but he also he's got that personality, he's got like that, you know, that Mark Cuban, that Musk, that Trump personality where you know it's yeah i can really do whatever i want i'm untouchable right. and now you, right. you know now you got touched dude so but uh, but i mean did he i mean he's retired 77 years old i mean like you said i i'm guessing he just didn't want to deal with it all the bullshit i mean at the end of the day i mean it's his company well he know? probably i mean my guess is he probably just paid this chick off and was like you're gonna sign an nda or whatever and that's right. it I don't want to hear about this ever again. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. I'm listening. Musk did it a couple of a couple of months ago with with the Twitter employees, you know, and and, and the Tesla employees. You know, I guess they were railing against him, you know, on social media. He's like, okay, see you later, bye bye. Yeah, at the end of the day, listen, when you own a company like that, and when you're that high up, you know, like I was, I don't know if you want to call it privileged enough, but in, in the stock brokerage business, you know, in my dad's buildings, I've, I've rubbed you know, pretty rich people, you know, and either they're really ultra cool. We've had this conversation or they're dickheads, you know, and the guys that are dickheads, you know, whether it's Trump or Musk or Bill Gates or any of these dudes, Bill Gates is another guy, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden he's got Epstein stuff, you know, and, and, and you know, floating around his wife divorces him. his rumors that he's on that list. He doesn't seem like the nicest of guys either. You know, I mean, when you. Yeah, but I, I always think, too, when you get you get that high up, you just can't be the nice guy anymore. No, of course not. Of you course can't. not. No, no, or, I, I agree or, with you, you know, you you know, you got to essentially crack the whip. You're the boss. So. So, I mean, listen, I'm sure there's more to it. I mean, I'm guessing he probably like you said, didn't want to get dragged through the mud, but that woman's going nowhere. You know, they're in the 70s. You know, they're set. Well, like you said, um, you, you're saying like age what was it uh, Bill Gates, his wife, though. She left him. He's what, 65. <laughs> She's getting 60. Right. A billion dollars. Yeah, Who's the other I guy? Jeff? What did Jeff Bezos wife get? Didn't she get like 30 billion dollars? Billions. Billions. $30 billion. Dollars. And that guy still has like. A hundred billion dollars. You know, my guess is this. My guess is like, you know, my my grandfather, Poppy, said it at one point. He's like, you know, when you deal with rich people, you know, really powerful people, we've talked about this. You know, 
you know, if you're a man, you know, I mean, it sounds chauvinistic and, you know, it, it is, but throughout age and throughout history, this shit has always gone down. These guys get a lot of power. They have a lot of money. They screw the, what they want. They do what they want. The legal boundaries of marriage are skewed. You know, I think in terms of like Bill Gates, you know, I mean, I think, I think there's real, there's real shit there. And that's why the woman left them, you know, um, in terms of McMahon, I, I guess what he did probably was, I don't, I, I don't think acceptable to her, but you know, I don't think maybe enough for her to leave him, you know, yeah, that kind even, of deal. Yeah. You know what, you know, what's weird though, about like, especially like the Bill Gates thing, the list still hasn't come out. Like, you know, he was there, but you don't know what the hell he did. And Dude, that's the weird, this- that's the weird Dude, thing about that, man. That list will is. never come out. It's never going to get we released. No Mike, one's ever going to know. You know, I saw Pat put something up about this schmuck, uh, Bannon. Who gives a shit about Bannon? You want to talk about an insurrection? I guess if you lean on that side, I get it. We've hit that over the head. He's going, he but, can do, he's going to do 60, uh, was it 60 days in jail? And it could be a two and a two thousand dollar fine. That guy's worth how many millions, but my, probably? But here's here's my point, man. Here's my point. People, you know, whatever uh, side of the fence you lean on, they bring this guy bad enough. Who gives a rat's ass? It's inconsequential. It's not inconsequential if you look at it from a certain perspective. But here's my deal. You're talking about this guy Epstein, and we've talked about this before. Now, one name has been dropped off yeah. that list, and that's, you know. And then, then people wonder why there's so, you know, a certain segment of the population is, is, is extremely skeptical of the media. It's like, you know, what they choose to focus on and make a story off. You know, if you watch CNN, you know, you think that, you know, there was an armed insurrection on January 6th and, you know, the government was going to be overthrown. You know, you talk to somebody on the right and in their opinion, the real insurrection happened on November 2nd. You know, and again, I'm just throwing out opinions, you know, one way or the other, you know, and, and viewpoints. My piece is, you know, you've got this massive story with all this bullshit that happened over the last couple of months, a year or two, COVID, everything. This is a major story. It got, you had a suicide, if you want to call it that, three years ago. We talked about that. Got swept under the rug. And not, not one name, not one mention. You talked about Prince, you know, Philip, you know, the, 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 the English guy, the, the king, the royalty, whatever. You know, his name got thrown about. Gates' name got thrown out. But like Elon Musk said on Twitter, it's like, where's the list, bro? You know, you want to talk about this guy, Bannon, who's going to get 60 days for freaking obstruction of justice. But, and a $2,000 fine. And a $2,000 <laughs> fine. But but you, you don't want to talk about this. You don't want to have any inkling of the list. Think about yeah, this. It, 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 they, man. They, leaked, they leaked the Supreme Court's justice's opinion, right? Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, they leaked Balco, right? But nothing came from this list. It's just, it's unreal, mm-hmm. man. It really is. But. Whatever, man. We, we, you know, we've hit on it. You know, I just think it's pretty crazy about what people focus on these days. You know, uh, just in general. But, oh, it's like, hey, hey, man. Listen, if it was Donald Trump Jr.'s laptop, we'd be getting like a story a day from it. You, you'd be able to just there'd be a thousand websites easy. where I could go to to just watch. Easy, it. easy. Well, and listen, you know, again, it is what it is, man. It is what it is, right? It, it, and it depends it, on which way you lean. Like if you're a leftist leaning guy, you're a Democrat, you're going to probably think it's bullshit. You know, just like, you know, somebody on the right might think January 6th is bullshit. It really just depends on your perspective. That's all it is. You know, whether you believe it or not, whether those are the facts or not. And then it all gets skewed by the media, which we've hit over the head constantly for the last couple of years. You know, you watch Fox, you get a certain perspective. 
you get CNN, you get a certain perspective. Oh, yeah. It all depends whatever news station you watch. So Right. And then I, I read something the other day where, like, I think the approval rating, putting aside for the president, but for just media in general, is like at the lowest it's been since they've been tracking. It's like in the low 30s. And what they're talking about is like just the general trust of overall people in America trusting the media in general, whether it's right, left, CNN, Fox, whatever, MSNBC. Yeah, know, like, I, I mean, do we? Yeah, we've hit this over the head, too, man. All we watch yeah. now, all you watch now is opinion based news. That's it. Right. Whatever, whatever yeah. side you go on, you want to you want you want to hear that Trump's the greatest thing. Turn on Fox. You want to hear that the country's OK. Turn on CNN. That's it. You know, I mean, we had some other stuff that that happened last couple of weeks, you know, since our last show we had. Um, I don't know if we talked about it. We did we talk about the Elvis re, uh, the movie or and the yeah, yeah, you saw, yeah, you saw yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 we, yeah went we, through it, yeah. we went through that. Uh, did we talk about the Britney Greer stuff in Russia? Yeah, yeah, she's still over. She I yeah, I like I said, you thought if it was LeBron, he'd be out. But yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know, was, man. I think this is this is like a nice little political tool for Russia. Like we could just dangle this girl. Like you're not getting her back. And I the same thing. I know like people say, like, if it was LeBron James, they think he'd be back. I don't know. I think this isn't the court of like public opinion. Now, this is actual countries and their laws of them saying like, no, they broke the law. They're staying here and they're going to be tried for it. So yeah, you actually you made a good you made a good point. You, you, you know, I think that they are you would use it as a political tool. I think it's really amped up because Russia is not notoriously, like I mentioned, as the most you know LBGT friendly country. Yeah, but it, around. It, it's not just that. It's, it's not like we're, we're not on speaking terms right now. So that's what makes it just a hundred times. If 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 this was two or three years ago, it probably wouldn't have been an issue. I, listen, but I think if it was, I think it because was like of what's a, going a, on I, now and the Ukraine and everything, it ain't it ain't happening. You know, listen, if, if I th- if it was a Kanye West, if it was LeBron James, if it was I, a high profile person, I think I agree with you. I think that they still would probably dangle over our heads and probably give us a hard time. But I can't see five, six months after the fact, those people, that type of caliber of popular popular popularity person still dangling in a Russian jail. I just can't see it. Yeah, okay, North yeah. You know, I mean, I agree with you. I think they would probably still drag it out and, you know, you know, use it as a, a whatever a tool to get political prisoners out or whatever they're going to do. But I just think that there's a difference, you know, in dealing and trying to get LeBron out or a Kanye out or a Drake out or a Britney. Well, Drake's Drake. Canadian. So, That's his problem. That's Canada's problem. <laughs> Let Trudeau figure that out, man. I've changed my opinion on Drake, man. You know, in the, you know, in the DJ business, you know, you get a lot of requests, you know. Listen, I'm a little bit of an old school guy, you know, Beastie Boys, right? You know, I, I try to I try to play like all genres of music and I, I've never really warmed up to Drake. But I tell you, over the last two or three years, as I guess I'm playing for younger crowds, well, not younger crowds, but people younger and stuff. You know, the guy's got such a catalog, man. He's kind of like really changed my mind. Like I'm always a Jay-Z guy and a, and a Biggie guy or Tupac and the old school guys, Dre, Eminem, all those dudes. But um. You know, I got to be honest with you. It's changed my opinion a little bit, you know, in terms of the catalog and the breadth of and how long the guy's been, you know, in the game. I was working. This had to be like probably like 10 years ago in Manhattan. He did a pop up concert at the South Street Seaport 
and he shut down almost all of lower Manhattan. Dude, he's huge. He, he, he's he just huge. showed I mean, up and no one expected like 25,000 people to just flood the South Street seaport like that and just shut down South Street, the traffic, everything. It was crazy. Yeah, he's huge, man. He's probably one of the biggest artists. You know, out like, there I, don't, I, I don't know any yeah. of his songs, probably. Maybe if I heard them, but from everyone, you, you everyone, you know, that's in that age range, they love him. He's got a uh, ton of shit, man. I mean, like Jay-Z, I mean, Jay-Z's catalog. You know, we were talking Elvis, you know, like, you know, people of, you know, old school guys, Elvis, Madonna, Michael Jackson. Their catalogs are huge. The Stones, the Beatles, those guys. In terms of the modern guys and the modern rap guys, hip hop guys, Jay-Z's up there. You know, Biggie and Tupac would have been up there, but they had such a short, you know, career. And just in terms of like overall stuff, yeah, who knows that maybe they fizzle out. Like, I always look at things like. John Belushi's career when he died wasn't on the upswing. Chris Farley wasn't on the upswing, really. It's like, what happens to that? You know, like, where are they right now? Where's Chris Farley? He's been dead over 20 years. Where, where's his career? Movie? Where's his what career? Was what was his last movie? Beverly Hills Ninja? No, you're you know, right. I, you're right. What was the movie that Belushi made? He made two really stinkers. He made 1942. And then there was another one. Yeah. 1942. Neighbors, neighbors, yeah. Neighbors. I watched a documentary about Belushi and they talked about neighbors. And supposedly that was a book first. I think it was a book and the book is super dark. And that's what they wanted the movie to be. And whatever, they had problems with the producers and the director where they kept wanting to make it a lighter, funnier movie, not like a dark because it's trying to be a dark comedy, but it doesn't come off that way. And I think that's what uh, ultimately like destroyed the movie. Yeah, he made. I mean, I, I could buy that. You know, listen, some guys, you know, they fizzle out. You know, you're right. You know, so you don't know. I mean, look at Kurt Cobain. Look at Jimi Hendrix. Look yeah. at Jim Morrison. You know, any of those guys. Jim Morrison. Look, I love the Doors. But in 1971, you know, and in Paris, you know, the guy was 50 pounds overweight. He had a beard. He looked like a mountain man. You know, I mean, who's to say that? You know, he wasn't done at that point. You know, um, Hendrix, you know, a little bit before my time, you know, I really I was a Hendrix fan. But, you know, he seemed like he was, you know, still in good shape and he still was putting out good music. Uh, Cobain's another guy, you know, you know, running around those last year or two in a well, you know, whatever you want right. to call it. Yeah, but Cobain, you can actually look at look at all those. Where are those grunge bands now? Besides Pearl Jam, where are the rest of them? Well, Pearl Jam's the only remnant, you know. I mean, Alice in Chains is still around with a different singer, but yeah. you know, for, for guys like me, without Laney, it's just not the same. Um, all those guys kind of fizzle out. Well, the whole the whole genre of music, you yeah. know, is just kind of you know dead, as far as I'm concerned. With you know, Pearl Jam is turned into like one of those Grateful Dead. Yeah, they're gonna be. That, yeah, they're gonna be. That's all they're gonna be. I, I know they know, put out new stuff. I couldn't tell you one of their songs. You know, I, I was into him at one point, you know, the band in general, um, even like the late 90s stuff, you know, that, that they put out like the mid 90s, you know, stuff was decent. But I mean, it looked like they probably peaked after those first two albums, Alive and Vitology. You know, after yeah. that, I just like you said, I really, you know, I know of them. I know a couple of songs here and there. I get some requests here and there to play some of their stuff, but I'm not overly into them. I just think just in general that that genre of music, you know, is is, is something you know, by the wayside. I'll tell you one thing, though. I mean, I still I still get a reaction, Mike, when I play Team Spirit. 
I mean, that song is like, it's an iconic song, you know? And I think that, you know, regardless of what would have happened to Kid Cobain if he lived, you know, that song just put them on the map. And it's yeah, but is that another, you know, like you kind of look at it now, he, he'd be what, about 55? No, Do you really want to see some 55 year old guy playing Smells Like Teen Spirit? Well, you got Green Day doing it. That guy's 40, he's our age, 40. That's what I'm saying. Like these guys, once they get to that angsty music of a 20 year old, it, it doesn't translate oh, well. Man. Dude, I put stuff up today about Billy Joe, who I think, you know, I was going back and forth with Mike, Mike Bauer on it on, on Facebook. And I was talking to my wife and I actually read a book about it. Well, not a book specifically about it, but a chapter by this guy, uh, I think Chuck Claston. And he was talking about, and I think maybe we've hit on this at one point. He was talking about Billy Joel. You know, it's like, you know, guys like Billy Joel or even Springsteen to that point, you know, the stuff that they made in the 70s was like when they were dead broke. Billy Joel was yeah. contemplating suicide at one point because his girlfriend left him. You know, Springsteen was down on his luck and he's singing, you know, Born to Run and Thunder Road and all that stuff. It's a little bit different when you're a millionaire, you know, and you're, you're in your 50s or 60s or 70s and singing those songs. It doesn't hit as hard, you know. Um, so I would agree with that. I would agree with that, but still cultural, culturally relevant. And I'll tell you what, like the people that I see that request it, or like even I play with it, you know, it's something like transcends race and creed and stuff. Like people still react to that song. Like it's insane. Not so much with like, you know, Pearl Jam, but, and I'm not even so much sure about the rest of Nirvana's catalog, but again, I, I guess you could probably make a case for the Foo Fighters. I mean, we fit that, you know, at one point, but um yeah, but they're not grunge. They're not grunge, man. I don't, I don't consider them a grunge. They're a rock and roll band. They're rock and roll, but I guess he's got elements. At least the first album I mean, or two is kind of grunge. Grohl comes from, yeah, all right. He comes from Nirvana, yeah. but you look at all their Most stuff of it's recently. Rock. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, what else did I want to tell you? Um, oh, I saw something the other day. I posted it to you. Um, we, we actually talked this about this about a year ago. He too is commissioned and greenlit and ready to go. There's a whole script about it. Um, yeah, what did you say? It's the next day, right? It's like the day might, after the shootout. For the audience out there, if you go back and want to watch one of the episodes from last year, I, I forgot which one it was, but me and Mike talk about he too, which to me, alongside Point Break, is one of my favorite all-time bank robber villain movies of all time. And we could talk about you know favorite villains, you know that, and had their Dot, you know, premature deaths. So well, did speak. you ever watch the original Heat, the TV movie? Because it's based off a TV like he wrote it first. They did a TV movie, which is the beginning of it is like loosely based on the beginning of it with the uh, they hijacked the truck and everything. And it's the same characters, Neil McCauley. But it's all these like pretty much unknown actors are playing the. Uh, well, well, what I read, I think it was called Michael L.A. Heat or something. Yeah, I, th I think he got a couple of. I think that was one part of you know as far as him getting the original idea for the for the movie Heat, yeah. Michael Mann. But um, I also read that there was there was an incident in the mid '90s or like the early '90s in California where these two Spanish dudes they were wearing body armor and they basically robbed a bank in California and they held off the LAPD for like hours. Yeah, that was and one of the most famous bank robberies of all time. Right. Yeah, those guys right. would just and walk around all. They basically had to kill them by headshots. Right. 
So that scene where, you know, where they robbed the bank, I think was based on that. Yeah, it's loosely on, based was, on was, all that shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were a couple of things that they, t- that they took in place. So from what I got out of the interview with Michael Mann, it's greenlit. It's supposedly set the day after. There's going to be flashbacks. And when he got asked about the casting, he said there are going to be major changes to the casting. Yeah, I would think so. Some most of the big roles are going to be recast. You know, well, well, well Val's it. not coming back. I'll say, right. you know, he, he can't yeah. do it anymore, right. man. Well, you talk about CGI, you know, I mean, yeah, but I, he doesn't average. look anything. I mean, that, that's another you got like 27 year gap in a movie, man. He. Again, CGI, my friend, but no, I think he's going to go in a different direction. I think what, from what he gathered, he said that, like, I think Al Pacino said his character should be played by Timothy Charvade or whatever his name is, the French. Kid. Oh, Chalamet. Yeah, with, with the nice hair. You know, the kid, uh, he was in The King on Netflix. Yeah. Have you yeah, ever yeah. watched that movie, Mike? The, no. uh, the King? Fantastic movie. It's about Henry VIII. And it's funny because the guy who plays Henry VIII is this kid, Timothy uh, Chalamet. And the kid who plays the French king is Robert Pattinson. So one guy's French playing an English guy. And one guy English is playing a French guy. Oh, shit. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good movie. They're both good actors, man. You know, I mean, uh, I like Pattinson. You know, my wife loves him. You know, you know the vampire movies, uh, Twilight and all that shit. Um, but both of them really good actors. I think the other kid was in like uh, some teenage coming of age. Yeah, movie. yeah. He's a huge, huge star, that kid. I think he's from Manhattan too, the kid, if I'm not mistaken. But um, no, that, that uh, I'm definitely psyched to see that. So they're going to probably re- they're going to recast the whole thing. Oh yeah, um, it's just going to be. I I'm figuring it's just going to be then like the manhunt for Val Kilmer's character because yeah, everyone else is dead from the gang. So I rewatched it the other night. Once I saw that interview, I, I, I just I downloaded it on Amazon Prime and uh, I watched the whole movie again, which is I have it on VHS and DVD. And do you I still have, have a VCR? I have an old one. It's somewhere in my garage, but I do have my VHS, VHS tapes. I've got game six from the, from the 1986 World Series on VHS that my dad gave me. It's, it's floating around somewhere in my garage. Um, but yeah, I do have it somewhere. But uh, anyways, I bought it. I rewatched it and I put something on Twitter that night. And I said something. Let me ask you this. To me, what villains deaths hit hard for you? You know, I'm a guy that roots for the bad guys. So to me, guys like somebody brought up a good point. I, I omitted him. Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Longshanks. Uh, De Niro, Neil McCauley at the end of Heat. Uh, you want to throw Heisenberg or Tony Soprano in, you know, on, on a TV end. Yeah, but you don't know that Soprano died. They like to just leave it out there. Oh, I'm of the ilk, and I've read enough, you know, that yeah. my interpretation is, is he bit it. But uh, all right, you want to throw out Soprano? I, I, I'll, I'll give people that. You know, it wasn't clearly defined, even though that's my I belief. think uh, Christopher was a good death. Christopher was one of those like, ah, man, I kind of liked him. Um, the girl from, uh, oh, what's her face from, uh, Ozark. Ozark. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want her to go. Yeah. That was a a good one. Now you thought, you thought Marty or Wendy were going to get it. I wanted Wendy to get it. I just hated her so much. She was just like the worst person ever. That's the one who I wanted to die. Yeah. she, She reminds me of Heisenberg's wife. 
you know, very similar, you know, uh, just very conniving, very manipulative. Yeah, she was just like, I, you know, yeah, I, I just. She was a P. I mean, yeah, she, I, she kills her own brother. She's like, no, he's got to go. <laughs> he's got to go. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I agree with that. Um, how about what the hell did I want to want to say to you? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to check that out. You know, obviously. Um, did they give a release whatever, date? Next year, actually. The whole thing's been greenlit. The, the script has been written. Um, it's again coming out the day after. So many great, yeah, it's such a great movie. Like I said, I go back and forth between that and Point Break. But, you know, the, the only problem I have with Heat is it's extremely long. It's like one of those three-hour movies yeah. that we talked about. You know, so it's like you put it on at 12 o'clock here and bed at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. But Wayne Grow, great, you know, great that character. Guy, that guy did some real shady shit in real life, too. That <laughs> Wayne Grow dude. <laughs> no, he got like, he got locked up. I think he like, beat the shit out of his girlfriend or something. But he yeah, was like a real because he kind of yeah, like disappeared was... from movies after that. He did that yeah, movie. Yeah. And then. Because, I mean, you look at that guy, he looks like a real like uh, Aryan Brotherhood dude. <laughs> yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was married to somebody, actually someone famous, and he got divorced. And I, I think I think you're absolutely right, Mike. I think he ended up doing some shady shit like in the mid '90s for like domestic abuse or something. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, Kevin Gage, I think, is the guy's name. And uh, what the hell happened to this guy? Yeah, 41, 41 months in federal prison for wow. cultivating marijuana marijuana for medicinal purposes. Uh, he married he married this chick, Sharon Knight. And I guess he lost his son to cancer. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he wasn't the greatest guy, this guy. He was a, kind of a little bit of a shady dude. Well. Roger, Roger Van Zant. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, we got like 30 seconds left. We'll leave wow, you. Man. He too. Go see it when it comes out, I guess. Um, go watch Heat 1. I watched Midnight Run the other night. That was good. Glad, glad to see me. See yeah. me in the next live chat. I love that movie. I got, that's another one I could watch. It's, it's another one. It's three hours long. After it's like two and a half hours. Just too long. Yeah, uh, we'll get the uh, the plugs tonight, uh, folks. I'm sorry, we're running short on time.